0: Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire, Steven Universe fan
1: podcast.
0: This is episode 110, and today we'll be talking about Dropbeat Dad. I'm GC13.
1: And I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter.
2: Hey, kiddos, how you doing? Hey, how, Heidi, how, howdy, how, hi, how, ha bah, 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 Yeah. Yeah, man.
1: Okay, so, um, what's interesting about this episode is that the fans were able to predict exactly what it would be about. Really? Months and months and months in advance.
0: Oh, it was a pretty obvious episode title, I think. I I, I can see that.
1: I was so proud of myself when I was like, it means Marty.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, he's a deadbeat dad, and dropping the beat is something that happens in sour cream's genre of music. So we have something about a deadbeat dad, and we have a DJ with a deadbeat dad. So
1: clever.
2: It's it's cute. Uh, I figured I figured I
0: figured it out. It happened. <laughs> it's kind of like hit the diamond. I mean, I know we all wanted it to be about a fight with Yellow Diamond, but I mean, it was pretty obviously going to be about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baseball! This was this is a cute episode. This is cute. I, I gotta I gotta say, you know, real talk here. As oh much of God. a sleazeball as he is, I can't help but like Marty a little bit because he is charismatic, even though he is. A doof, a major, mm. major doof.
2: I think no. he is the slimiest man I've ever seen on this show. Uh, no, l- just a scuzzball.
1: See, I don't, I don't like Marty at all. He like comes off as one of those guys who it's, like tries to compliment you by insulting you.
0: Ah, uh, uh, I think he's not as smooth as he thinks he is. But I mean, how
1: could you not love
0: a guy who calls up one of his people and says, "Yeah, this is Marty. Talk to me." I know I called you. Uh,
2: <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I love didn't catch that. that.
0: I didn't catch that until today.
2: I was like, "Ah, Marty, you, 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 you darn tootin' boy, you."
0: Yeah, I saw that early. Probably my second time watching the episode, and I, I love it. That's like the highlight of the episode. I mean, that is so Marty. So Marty, Got that Marty, classic Marty.
1: I noticed it. The second time, but I I don't get it.
0: When you say, this is Marty, talk to me. That's when they called you, you want to know, why are you bothering me? And so the fact that he called them and said, talk to me. He
2: was pretending to be busy.
0: Yeah, he needs to communicate information to them. So that's why it's funny that he's asking them to communicate to him.
2: (laughs) If we ever had doubts that G.C. was a robot, we have now heard him explain a joke, and I think that speaks for itself.
0: <laughs> I have explained the joke in the most robotic way possible. Beep, Beep
2: boop. boop humor.
0: I know every continuity mistake ever made on television.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, Marty—he's just a scuzzball. What are you talking about? Marty is the sleaziest, slimiest man I've ever seen, and he's in the music business.
0: I'm not saying I would ever want to be anywhere near him, but watching him is so much fun. <laughs> okay, I can I can see that.
1: What are you talking about? He's like so nasty looking.
0: Yeah, like his he...
1: mouth kind of freaks me out.
0: Oh yeah, I love the scene where Stephen's fighting back the glare just coming off of Marty.
1: <laughs> okay, that was funny.
0: He's just so white and shiny. I do think Marty is a really good, it's like people say that Greg has not aged well. Well, look at Marty. It's obviously been a while.
1: (laughs) I say Marty aged really bad.
0: How old it, well, Marty
2: is a good, like, I don't know, I'd say at least like a good 15 years older than Greg.
0: Minimum 10, but possibly
2: more. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, Greg was in his 20s. Mm,
2: Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How old is, how old is Marty? We don't know, but he is old he's He's old
0: all right I, I can dig I can dig with that, and he's rocking that guacola cola shirt with absolutely no shame, so you guys, this was another one of those rare episodes where there's really no magic involved, I mean obviously they make a big show of how strong Steven is, yeah, yeah,
2: Steven's a strong boy, like that very
0: <laughs> very down to earth episode i mean as you know as down to earth anything uh can be when it has a professional hype man and pro motor. <laughs>
2: With his laminated business cards. Oh yeah, and his real talk. It's real talk, real talk, real talk. Also, that 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 cute little Zoolanders reference uh, <laughs> in the middle yes. there. What is this? A concert for ants? We can invite ants. <laughs> and so then he's like,
1: "We can invite ants, uncles, the whole family." That was that. We, was music's
2: for everybody. <laughs> That's such a cute little exchange. I love it.
1: Well, something that I found kind of funny when Marty said, like, what does Greg feed that kid? Like, garbage. Steven eats, Steven like, eats garbage. <laughs> junk food all day. <laughs> he has just, like, donuts, pizza, just- at- well, He Zucks. knows how to eat
0: healthier stuff, like the soup he was making in When It Rains, and his perfect lunch from Onion Friend. Mm-hmm.
1: And his um, sushi rolls with cheese puffs. See, it always has <laughs> a twist.
0: So, I mean, it's, he knows how to eat better, so maybe we just don't usually see him in these settled times.
2: I mean, everyone knows how to eat better, better but obviously Steven is doing what I do and choosing the better option.
0: <laughs> like.
1: No, but what did he eat at the barn?
0: What? Mm. What? He ate hay. I
1: yeah. mean, Garnet
0: chased the cows away, so who who else is going to eat it? All that hay and grain.
1: Or maybe she chased the cows directly into a barbecue. Mmm. Mm,
2: sounds delicious. I like to imagine the silo is filled entirely with honey bunches of oats. <laughs> I don't know. I think Steven would
0: fill it up with donuts. I don't Those know. Those would go bad so
1: fast. Oh my yeah, god. Like,
0: Not if it was a magical silo.
1: And then like all the donuts at the bottom would be like crushed and it just become like this solid donut paste.
0: It's magic, Sophia. We can make it whatever we want it to be.
2: I like I like the honey bunches of oats idea mainly because I just want some honey bunches of oats. That
0: is a good theory. I'll give it's you that. A
1: good cereal, but it doesn't have. What if it doesn't have all the nutrients a growing boy needs? Like, but Garnet
0: chased the cows away. Where is he going to get his milk? Oh He's no! The, no milk. Where is he milk.
1: going to get his milk? No milk, Garnet. Bring him back. I'm just imagining, like someone with a bowl of cereal walking up to a cow and just milking <laughs> it right into the bowl, and that, I find that slightly disgusting.
0: disgusting. That would be so, Stephen. So I don't know. You know, speaking of how how much of a sleaze ball Marty is, he he was kind of unnecessarily sleazy in this episode. I mean he he didn't he didn't have to introduce guacola um, Yeah, he did that way. He and he didn't have to not tell sour cream. I mean, all he had to do to make it not sleazy was be like, "Hey, sour cream, you know, I, I need to throw a concert for my deal with coca We should do it together, and then that wouldn't be sleazy anymore because sour cream would know what's up." But he, I mean, that's just who he is.
2: If we're being yeah. honest, if we're being honest, uh, unnecessarily sleazy is kind of Marty's thing. I mean, if he wasn't yeah. sleazy, he wouldn't have, you know, gotten Vidalia pregnant and left.
0: And you know, said, "Hey, forget that, forget that alien warlord from outer space. You should h- hook up with multiple smaller women."
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Come on, Greg. You could have any lady you want.
1: Well, something that kind of really got me with this episode was um, when Marty was like, "Stop being selfish to sour cream," and yeah. like, and I, I kind of do like the the message that this uh, episode has. Like, despite like obviously the very common trope of the droppy dad or whatever like sour cream kind of idolized him but then realized like just because he's your biological dad like doesn't mean he's a good person like he abandoned you like he never put any stock into raising you and he doesn't deserve your respect or love or anything just because he provided the dna to make you exist
0: yeah it's yeah and in marty's mind sour cream was being selfish by not giving marty everything he wanted in exchange for nothing yeah it's it's <laughs> this this whole episode is a
2: good look back to the the values that Steven universe itself uh tries to put forward uh through pretty much everybody of that a conventional family is not the only family that matters uh that a family is whatever you make of it uh we see in Steven's family and in Sour Cream's family. And, you know, it's it's a good message.
1: It's like, the only nuclear family in Steven Universe Connie's? Is Connie's,
0: yeah. And Lars's. Lars has a nuclear family. Yeah, yeah. We see how well that works for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that love and support at home, and he still doesn't love himself.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and the Frymans don't, the Frymans don't have a mom. The uh, The Pizzas don't have a mom. Um,
0: That's okay, they have a D- grandmother. Kofi I, uh, has his mother.
2: Kofi has his mother, there is a mom! But then he have, doesn't have his dad.
1: Have you heard that theory where it's like for Rose Quartz to produce Steven, she sucked the life force out of all the Yes, I Beach did City. hear that. Uh, that! All the motherhood is gone
2: from Beach City.
1: What I found interesting is, like, I remember seeing a little glimpse of it in of uh, the episode where first saw Stevani. Alone well, together? I'm, so, I'm Alone sorry, together. You,
2: what Hold on, no, 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 What did you
1: just say? Huh?
0: The episode where we first saw Stefano.
2: Okay, because what I heard was, where we first done Mahami. <laughs> where, we, where we first draw Mahogany.
1: Yeah, well, in, in that episode, we saw a small glimpse of Sour Cream's uh, setup, which contained a lot of original Nintendo games, and here we saw it again. And what I find interesting is how you could DJ with Nintendo games, especially in twenty sixteen. Like don't you just need a good laptop and your He set. loves
0: them chiptunes. He he's gotta be authentic.
1: Well Steven Universe as a show does love its chiptunes.
0: So hold I don't on, think Sour um, Cream's just going for that authentic sound.
2: Hold on, I'm <laughs> I'm looking I'm I'm doing some research right now. Um Yeah yeah, apparently people do use Game Boys to DJ. There's one at a South by Southwest. Mm. Mm.
0: You know, 80% of Germans do make their living DJing. So, you know, one or two of them.
1: The DJ industry in Germany must be just so oversaturated. Like, how could you make a living?
0: (laughs) Actually, they still make remarkably good wages. I don't think there are enough DJs in Germany. I I hear they're actually importing Swiss DJs. There's so much demand. (laughs) Do you guys think it's like kind of funny, you know, Stephen... He has his whole magical destiny. At this point in the series, he knows a lot about uh, Homeworld, how Homeworld is gunning for him. And yet, he still romantically aspires to roadiehood.
1: Steven has just all these cute little dreams for a career. And yeah. I love them. He wants to be a chef. He wants... To, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. He wants to he wants be, a, to be a chef. He wants
2: to be a roadie.
0: He wants to... He wants um, to take Pearl into space.
2: Yeah! Oh, uh, he wants to, he wants to perform. Apparently he dad. wanted to be a
0: wrestler at one point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's a it's I a think, cute little I ideal. It keeps him human. If
1: Steven put his mind to it, he could do anything.
2: I think he could too. I believe in Steven. I think he could save the world. <laughs> well, we don't know about that. Wait till season five.
1: All right. There are going to be five seasons. Yeah. Well, that means we're on the second-to-last one. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I mean, then, there, there
0: might be more. We, we don't know for sure at this point. Then we'll
2: just have to start a cooking podcast.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> cooking with Hunter.
1: How would that work? Like, it'd be so hard to follow along if you're not, like, seen. That's
2: the that's the art of it, Sophia! That's the art of it! It's all subjective.
0: So can you guys think of any other places in the series where Steven's been shown as really strong? Because I can think of stuff like steven's lion where he threw the pillow really far away i can think of uh, especially joyride where he picks jenny up like she's a stuffed animal or yeah there, uh, when it rains there was, when he rips the panel yeah. off her Peridot, and she's like whoa
1: the because the fandom has definitely noticed steven being super strong and like up until this episode it was kind of subjective like you could have attributed it to like whatever he was lifting or ripping off was particularly light
0: we don't know how strong peridot is so that could have been her being weak but
1: and jenny could have just been made of air <laughs> yeah jenny
0: that jenny could have yeah. been a stuffed animal i mean yeah, she totally. cares very
1: much about her appearance so yeah
0: or i don't know watching yeah, this, her
2: this was the first time we ever saw it placed in like a sense of uh
0: comparison yeah, we see an ordinary human be like, "Dang, he's strong."
2: Yeah, and you and like not not only just in the 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 beginning, but also when there it takes two strong buff dudes to carry one of those things, and Steven carries it by himself.
0: He's like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, he sweats, but yeah, sure, whatever.
1: When when I saw that, I took like great issue with it because something that's heavy and like elongated is really hard to hold from one end; mm-hmm. like it'll slip. And especially, you know, Steven's sweating, like...
0: If he has a very high grip strength, he's wearing those gloves, remember. He's got the grip of a primate. He's got roadie gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: He's got those fingerless gloves. Those it, lady killers.
1: But it's like, if you ever try to lift, like, a table, like, uh, like one of those crappy tables that's, like, 50% cardboard so it's really light, uh-huh. just because it's easy to carry doesn't mean it's easy to carry. You know what I mean? I'm
0: gonna quote you on that. So, again, something people will be very sad if we don't point out is that Yellowtail was coming home with a suitcase full of fish. Oh, that was adorable.
1: Oh, uh, I saw that. I saw that with, like, the water dripping out of it.
2: <laughs> I I like to imagine uh, Yellowtail thinks himself a businessman in the business of fish.
1: Wouldn't the family yeah. get so tired of fish, though? Like, fish is you'd good, but it doesn't have a lot of calories per pound. So you'd have to eat a lot of fish. To get the calories you need, like...
0: Well, obviously, they're very big on rice as well. I mean, who do you think Stephen learned that sushi recipe from? Yeah. I
2: mean, honestly, uh, I can see some arguments happening. Like, sour cream, just, I hate fish! And Yellowtail, the fish is the lifeblood of your family! And put th- this fish puts fish on your table! Yeah, Yellowtail's
0: like, if, if, you thi- if you think it's so easy, let's see you put food on the table. And then, you know, sour cream proceeds to feed them... His bass. Ugh. Instead of bass. Yeah. know, ha ha. ha, ha ha. ha you know, ha, ha, ha. Humor I've been, engaged.
1: I've been <laughs> doing music for many, many years. And yet, if I don't really think about it, I will still pronounce bass bass. Yeah. And every time. And it's
2: just it's spelled, so. Because it's spelled the same. Like if you're reading it, it's spelled the same. It's
0: ridiculous. Mm hmm.
2: Give me that bass. Uh,
0: but Guacola, I, I want to, I want to go over here and read a, an excerpt from the Keep Beach City Weird post about uh-huh. this episode. All right, you know where Ronaldo says that he's working on a Keep Beach City Weird book, which is really happening. They're really publishing a Keep Beach City Weird book, I think Ugh. next year. And so he's had to take sponsorship from Guacola, who is. Um, let's see, I know, I know, you've already heard the world's first guacamole soda advertised on every podcast out there. But... <laughs> and let's by see. the way,
2: we're sponsored by Guacola, the yeah. first and only guacamole yeah. soda, uh, made with the power of three avocados. Yeah,
0: three whole avocados. <coughs> from, from concentrate. Oh, jeez, man. I've oh. tasted Guacola and confirmed that technically it is edible, although sometimes you have to chew it. But I'm sure guacola has lots of other uses, like mortaring in a brick wall or clogging a drain that runs too smoothly.
1: <laughs> no, but like, a- avocados are delicious, but a carbonated avocado?
0: That
2: sounds horrible. And I love soda.
1: Yeah. It's like, no, it's not even a
0: paste. It, it's somewhere between a paste and a proper liquid. It's like, ch- it has the consistency of chili. Yeah. It's, Chili's it's,
1: like it's... chunky, though.
0: Yeah, so is avo- so is guacamole. But anyway, Guacola will ship a case right to your door, provided your door is not in one of the 17 states currently involved in the lawsuit against Guacola Inc., a subsidiary of Glugman Industrial Adhesives. But Guacola, it's a soda that pays people to say they like but it, avocados, so you are, know it's good.
1: avocados are so darn expensive, yeah, like, they, have you got to- are sandwich places and it's like for 75 cents we'll add a sliver of avocado i
2: I work at subway i know what you're talking about
1: yeah i'll go to subway and i'll be like double avocado and they're like you mean a whole half of avocado And i'm like yes it's like we have to charge extra that's like
2: that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be a dollar fifty for just a scoop and we use a scooper because it comes from a bag that avocado comes from a bag i'll have you know
1: well no i when i see it they actually cut up the avocado right for what
2: Oh yeah, you live in the 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 magical land of California, where avocados grow on lamp posts and free healthcare is a myth.
1: Isn't it a myth everywhere in the U.S.? Not
2: in Germany, the only state I care about, where eighty percent of their state per capita is funded by
1: DJs and avocados. Apparently. I mean, it's it's true. Every every
0: year, uh, every year, right around in late December, they have this huge rave in uh, Germany. And uh, proceeds from that rave pay for healthcare for the whole country for the for yeah. the next year.
1: The, the combined speakers cause earthquakes all across Europe.
0: It is one wild rave. Poland calls the Security Council on him every year. It's always crazy. So yeah, so Guacola is disgusting. It's not even good on chest. Oh, by the way, yeah, Barney, really good arm on him. Barney? I bet that was really fun for you to see, Sophia. Him, cl- him clocking Ronaldo right in the gut. Oh, <laughs>
1: did he? Oh, with the guacola soda. Yeah, he oh. dropped
0: Ronaldo in one shot.
1: Good, <gasps> but then, but then, that gave the show an excuse to have more screen time of Ronaldo.
2: Ronaldo did nothing wrong except for maybe almost try to sacrifice Lars that one time. And show more coming
1: and be overall obnoxious.
2: <laughs> oh, you, b- 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 that's what you sound like, Sophia.
0: Nobody likes the taste of guacola, except for Onion, who really, really likes it.
2: That doesn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, Onion's so weird.
0: Onion's like, make sure nobody's looking, and then drinks it.
1: As if Onion cares about the opinions of others.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, apparently it was Ian Jones Cordy, and I think that was, was that Zook in the, oh no, was that Florido? I don't know. Florido
1: kind of looks like me.
0: One of the other, one of the other crew avatars, in addition to Mister Jones Cordy, uh, were taken out by Guacola. Although we we do have news, uh, Mister Jones Cordy did get better. Oh, good, good for him. He I'm he glad. did recover. Recover from what? From what?
1: From Guacola.
2: Yep. Oh, from that.
1: Okay. In the crowd, what looks? I definitely see Ian.
2: Yeah. Well, we we see Ian all the
0: time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I
1: could say that would be Hillary for for Florido, because she changes her hair a lot.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you know the one, you know
2: the person. And we got a guy with who looks like a mall samurai. You mean a mall ninja? Yeah, a mall ninja with his. The uh, guy
0: who was mouthing the words to the song in uh, Last One Out of Beach City. I
2: don't. I don't think it's the guy. Okay. But whatever.
0: Are you talking about the one with the beard?
2: No, I'm talking about the one with the sideburns and the ponytail.
0: Oh, okay. You're talking about someone else.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think beef that's cake. definitely Hilary Florido because the glasses. I'm looking at a okay. picture. of her. So, then who are the other ones? Who's the the beef beefy guy with the sleeveless beef shirt? Beefcake! He's beef the guy cake. who was singing in, in, um...
0: It could have been great? No. Or not it could have been great. Last but not a beach city. Ugh. Yes. The, yeah, it could have yeah, been great yeah. was great.
1: Yeah, I'm like, who? No, he was the one singing in Last One at Beach City, and then I don't know who the guy with the hat is, or the two girls behind Petey.
0: Yeah, the one who was singing has, like, the toothy mushroom shirt on with the sleeves cut off. Yeah, yeah, you, you see him for, like, a millisecond. No, he's totally jamming behind Vidalia when she's raving right at the end. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, the guy with the hat's got, like, this toothbrush mustache, so... Maybe he's based off of, like, A versus vs. Dad or something.
2: He looks like Nick Offerson.
1: Nick Offerson?
2: What? Oh, from, uh, he's the... Uh, Nick Offerson, he's in Parks and, Par- Parks and Rec.
0: You know the one! But yeah, so, since we're talking about the crowd at the concert... Offerman, not not Offerson, Offerman. I I'm just sorry. want to say it's really funny that Stephen apparently has no idea what on earth a mic check is.
2: no 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 this mic looks great that mic looked great he checked it and it looked great he did his job
1: i think because he's the son of greg he's so used to having like a one-man show like greg would just check his own mic he would just walk up to the mic and turn it on
2: i think greg wouldn't even have a mic
0: yeah intimate you know
1: greg wouldn't even have a
2: have a have a stage greg wouldn't even have a show he's too cool for that He's he's too professional to to deal with shows.
0: That would actually be funny if Greg just started. You know, he went while playing his guitar in front of his van at the car wash, he just naturally attracted a crowd. That'd be that'd be cute. That'd be fun.
2: Yeah, that, that was a good episode. Good, good time. Good fun. Good fun. And oh, the good old father son moment at the end with him and Yellowtail.
0: Yeah, that that big old beard. Oh, hug.
2: beard hugs.
0: <laughs> I I will say this though when. When Sour Cream says let's kick it and he's throwing all those glow sticks out, it just it just makes me think of a video game. <laughs> like, that is exactly the kind of thing a boss would say while he did his intermittent attack. Yeah, after. yeah, the
2: dance boss.
0: Like I know in I know in Alpha Protocol there's a boss towards the end of the game who's constantly throwing three packs of grenades oh, at you. He's not shouting anything at you while well, he does it, but it still makes me think of him. Let's kick it! Oh, sour cream. Yeah, somebody should mod alpha protocol, so he says let's kick it.
1: Maybe you GC put it at the end of the podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm i I'm just not seeing yeah. that happening.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have any further thoughts on Drop Beat Dad? I love it!
1: I could totally rave to this.
0: Yeah, I could uh, Vidalia can totally rave yeah. to it. Mamma ma, 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 ma.
1: Hunter language. Mama
0: Mama! Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, everybody, we'll see you next week. We'll be talking about Mr. Greg, so until then, shake a leg. I'm GC13.
1: I'm Sophia.
2: Mama, 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 mama. Ma.
1: L- later, kiddos. Mama, mama. Mama, mama.
2: Ma. I'm not changing it.
1: <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes. Mama, mama, mama,
2: mama, mama.
0: Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit universespire.com. Thank you for listening.